0: Hey, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. It's been a couple of weeks. I've been uh, really sick and getting over it now. So you have to bear with me a little bit today um, through some coughing that's likely to happen uh, throughout this. Uh, But today I wanted to uh, talk about um, the the Royal Exchange. Uh, This was message I was supposed to give Sunday a couple of weeks ago, but just I, I couldn't make it in to do it. And i uh, been trying to uh, catch up on it now for a couple of weeks, so we're going to go through it today. Um, so a Royal Exchange. This was part of the series of uh, Let Earth uh, Receive Her King. And so I'm excited about getting into this. Um, it's an extremely broad topic um, but it's a very important topic. Uh, it, it's broad because you can look throughout the Bible and and see royal exchanges happening all over the place. Whether it's from um, uh, gift giving or uh, blessings being given, you can you can find these royal exchanges throughout the Bible. Uh, in Genesis 14, uh, Abram gives a tenth of <clears throat> of the spoils of what he had taken uh, to Melchizedek as a tithe. Uh, In 1 Kings 10, uh, the Queen of Sheba comes to Solomon to see if other reports that she has heard are true and uh, to test Solomon with difficult questions. It actually says she came to test him. And it says Solomon gave to the queen all her desires uh, that she had requested. Nothing uh, was held back from her in, in what she asked and he went above and beyond even that. And it's an important thing because it didn't matter to him about the gifts she brought. Right. He, he just poured out everything that he knew uh, about what she was asking. There was no, uh, no hesitation in what he was giving away. And, and that's that's different from what we're seeing in the church these days. There is a, a paywall between everything, you know, you, you can get, um, lesser information for a a lesser paywall or even lesser information from that for free. But there's a point where that, that free information flow stops because there's an expected monetary exchange there. So they're placing a value on the information they're giving rather than it being a Royal exchange between two kings. And you can see it everywhere. You know, you want to go read a news article. You can only read the first couple of paragraphs before there's a paywall where you have to get into. So you, you see these paywalls everywhere with information rather than there being a free exchange uh, there. Uh, in Acts 4, the believers were of one mind and one heart. Right. And and they shared everything that they had with each other, not out of uh, some obligation but because they saw the value there right selfishness was was nowhere to be found in any of these stories they freely gave as a royal exchange from one to another right all of those are between people and they were all extravagant and it's hard to understand the actual uh, dollar amount on these but uh, the dollar amount's not what is important uh, what is important? Yeah, it is a very uh, foreign lifestyle uh, to our American minds, to our Western thinking. Everything has some type of of capitalistic monetary value, uh, and that's not that's not necessarily the way of the kingdom, right? The way of the kingdom we're talking about is is this exchange, right? There there may be um, money given. But it's not like, oh, I'm going to withhold this from you until you pay. And that's that's what we're trying to get to. And yes, that is a very foreign lifestyle to our our Western way of thinking. And so the actual dollar amount here is not what's important. What is important is the representation of of value that these people saw in one another, Uh, not seeking to buy favor with someone. They just exchanged value. Right. And Solomon held nothing back from the Queen of of Sheba. He answered everything uh, in addition to what he gave according to his royal bounty. It says he also gave her according to his royal bounty. So she brought gifts for him. He gave her gifts in return in addition to answering above and beyond all of the questions that she came to actually test him with. All right. So he held nothing back. Uh, the believers in Acts behaved in the exact same manner uh, they gave as uh, Holy Spirit led uh, them to uh, without regard to dollar amount, uh, but rather in exchange for the recognized value of the royal exchange. They, they could see the value of what was being presented to them through the apostles and and likely other disciples uh, of Jesus, they could see that. They could feel it. They experienced it. And so they listened to Holy Spirit. And when he said give, they gave whatever it was, whether it was everything they had or uh, some certain thing, some certain piece of land or whatever it was, they gave according to what Holy Spirit Uh, directed them to do. Yes, their faith is an absolutely stunning display and it's the way we should still be behaving today. Whatever it is he's asking, we need to be obedient. There's a promise attached to that. So, you know, and if you've listened to uh, uh, previous times or I've talked about money the last, um, uh, well, basically through November, Um, there's a promise waiting on the other side there and, and you can trust that he has you taken care of. I mean, if you, if you need any, any assurance of that, you're taken care of, just go read Matthew six and, and you'll have your assurance there. So we have to, uh, we have to recognize the real value, uh, in one another and the exchange that is being made. You know, each week um, at Unedited Life, we, we pour into the Sunday experience to, to make it valuable for you. We're very intentional about that time and, and what goes into that. Very intentional about uh, songs we're singing, messages that are going out, the, the order in which we do things. We're very intentional about those things because we want it to be valuable for you. Right? We We also we pour into these uh, live videos each week for your benefit. This is a value that we are trying to offer to you. You just have to take advantage of, of receiving that value. <clears throat> we see and recognize the value in you, and we want uh, to see you living out of the fullness that, that our Father's placed in you. 2 right. Corinthians uh, 5, uh, verses 14 through 18. It says, For it is Christ's love that fuels our passion and motivates us, because we are absolutely convinced that he has given his life for all of us. This means all died with him, so that those who live should no longer live self-absorbed lives, lives again, excuse me, live self-absorbed lives, but lives that are poured out for him. The one who died for us and now lives again. So then from now on, we have a new perspective that refuses to evaluate people merely by their outward appearances for that's how we once viewed the anointed one, but no longer do we see him with limited human insight. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new creation. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. And God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of reconciling others to God and that's it right there okay we see you as a new creation who is worthy of love and the pouring into of the value that we carry that's it right there right that's the that is how we see people and we refuse to see them any other way, right? And we want to pour value into you. And I know this is an interesting, interesting point here because, uh, talking about value exchange, right? Uh, you you know, pouring into the people that are adding value to your lives, right? So I would be remiss right now if I didn't, uh, offer the opportunity to give to unedited life, right? And and you can certainly go do that at uneditedlife.org slash donate, right? Very simple way to go give, right? And to exchange value for value, right? And that's what we're talking about, an exchange of value for value. What I won't do though is uh, try to offer some, amount or percentage, uh, to give. Again, you have to go back and listen to and obey Holy Spirit on this one. Thank you, Angie. I didn't have that, uh, prepared to throw up on the screen, uh, but it's in the comments there, the link to donate, excuse me. And this means that, uh, you will be giving sacrificially because he will stretch you. Uh, what you must not do in this Royal exchange is to view it with natural eyes. Again, you have to go back and view with those supernatural eyes viewing things through the natural. That'll get you nowhere. Uh, The result will be a focus on what you don't have or what you're giving up uh, rather than being fixed on the promise that he has for you. That's where your focus needs to be. And you're not going to be able to do that with natural eyes. Your new creation eyes are what you need to use. Each of you has been given a promise by God, whether you're aware of this or not. And that promise, that promise is your weapon to uh, wield because uh, nothing can stop you from living this promise except for you. That's it. You're the only one that can stop you. Right. Uh, Isaiah 55 says God's word will not. Uh, return to him empty. You are the breath of God. You were created from His spoken words, and you will not return to Him empty. That's that is a simple fact. You have to be through viewing through your new creation eyes. They they were placed into your your new existence after the resurrection, right? You have to be using them each and every day, right? You have the ability to see into the spirit realm and know what's going on there. Uh, This is why when we look at, at each of you, we refuse to look at anything less than the promise we flat refuse to look at anything less than the promise. Sure, we'll address issues uh, because that's part of calling you higher. Um, That's a piece of of holding you accountable to the promise, to that person who God is calling you, right? That is the value we see in you and that is what we want to see you living from. And it's because of this value we see that. Uh, we are willing to uh, make time to pour into that with the value that we carry, right? Kings, <clears throat> excuse me, kings exchanging king uh, with kings value, right? We value you as fellow uh, kings of God's heavenly kingdom. And therefore we want to enter into a royal exchange with you, all right, we've offered this up many times, but very few have taken the opportunity to make a royal exchange. And it only makes me think of one question. It's, are you scared of who God is calling you? That can be the only reason I can think of that people have not taken us up on the opportunity to receive value. Individually receive value. From what it is we carry? Are you scared of who it is God is calling you? Are you a fa- afraid of the promise he's given you? All right, healthy fear is one thing, uh, but fear that produces paralyzation and manifests in hiding and inaction is something completely different. The healthy fear causes you to seek out other kings uh, to help you, to sharpen you. Uh, to hold you accountable for the action you need to take on your way to the promised land of your life, right? If you're not possessing the promised land God has given you, uh, we're all missing out. Each of us is missing out. If you are not possessing the promised land God has given you, you're not bringing your best to the Royal exchange, right? You're actually holding back from us all. I don't know. That sounds Sounds mean, uh, but it's just the reality of the situation, right? When you aren't moving toward the promise, uh, you're creating a, a deficit, a deficient value gap in the royal exchange. That's what's happening when you're holding back. When you aren't moving toward the promise, you're creating a gap in the value of what you have to offer, what God has given you to bring to the royal exchange. So let the enormity of what God is calling you and what he has promised you to drive you uh, to bring others in, right, to pull other people into this, ask for help. Bring what you have now to the exchange and don't hold back with one another. Yes. Truth can be sharp. and It is. I I want to, I want to look at a couple of things now. Uh, We're talking about a Royal exchange. Um, the greatest example of a royal exchange that there absolutely could be um, is an exchange that costs everything, right? In in Luke one, there's a lot um, that sets up the royal exchange that I'm talking about. And obviously this royal exchange is, is Jesus's birth him. Um, stepping into flesh, stepping into humanity to bring ultimate value to us, to bring us back into purpose. And starting in Luke 1, uh, in verse 26, the angel prophesied Jesus' birth um, It's uh it's an interesting thing because all of this is setting up the Royal Exchange, right? All the way through, uh, uh verse 79, right? It, it, we have the Royal Exchange being set up there. Um, then Elizabeth's prophecy further sets that up. Mary's prophecy further sets set up. Um, the birth of John and, and Zechariah, Regaining his voice through the proclamation of his son's name, right, and then his prophecy setting it up. Uh, each of these three were stepping into into their royalty, into the royal priesthood. In this case, uh, to clear the atmosphere for the the King of Kings to step into. Right there, there was and there was so many things in the natural that were coming against them. Uh, uh, just culture alone in that time was was coming against them because people were wanting Zechariah to uh, give John a family name, but he refused to do so. He stuck by um, the, the prophecy and promise he was given, right? And he named him John. Mary's pregnancy uh, outside of marriage. Uh, another cultural thing coming against them later people wanting to kill Jesus when he was uh, just a young, young baby, right? Uh, the things that were happening in uh, the spiritual realm that was uh, influencing the natural uh, and, and coming in, trying to come against the plans of God um, and the plans that were put into motion uh, before He even spoke the words, let there be light. When it was father and son wrapped up in the spirit, face to face with one another, they made this plan, right? They knew that this royal exchange needed to take place to pull us into the oneness that they wanted to share with all of us from the very beginning, from before the beginning. This was the, the exchange that they were bringing us into. And what it cost us is absolutely everything, right? It cost him absolutely everything. And what these what these people, what uh, uh, Elizabeth and, and Mary and, and Zechariah uh, did, what they did not do was allow the natural circumstances around them uh, and the events to take their eyes off of the promise. It's an important thing that we've talked about over and over again: is remembering what God's done for you and remembering what he's spoken over you because those are your promises to stand on. You can further read in Matthew two, that the, uh, the wise men or, um, priests, uh, uh from the East bring gifts to the baby, baby King, right? They, they recognize the value. These, uh, these men step into the exchange, uh, with their extravagant gifts, uh, the bests of their possession, because they knew the promise. Right? They knew the promise on his life and they knew what it meant for them. Uh, they didn't let natural eyes of a young child determine that, uh, deter them from seeing uh, who he was and what he was going to accomplish on behalf of humanity uh, for all time even before his time. So even in the midst of their extravagance, the exchange was still lopsided. Uh, regardless of of the monetary value uh, of, of their gifts, it just absolutely paled in comparison to the value of what Jesus was bringing and what he had already brought. Just by being born. Just by being born. The creator stepped into creation. Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, The very essence of God invaded our humanity to bring us back to the value of our original intent. We are able to be in continual union with the trinity with father son and spirit right our inclusion in death burial and resurrection of jesus made that possible right this royal exchange it cost him everything it was known to them the requirement from before the words were spoken to bring our natural light into existence, right? Uh, the value of, of what we now have access to, the value of who we are as sons and daughters, as royalty uh, was exchanged for the life of our creator. It cost him everything, which is exactly what it's going to cost you. Everything, right? This exchange, it goes far beyond money. You're going to give up everything. Reputation. Possibly possessions. I'm not sure what it is that Holy Spirit's specifically asking you. But you can bet it's going to cost everything. You're going to devote your life to him. The exchange there is of everything that you have to give to him is still not as much as he gave up to bring you into him. And that's the reality that we need to wake up to is that he pulled us into himself. He pulled us into the Father. Jesus is not bringing you to a place of victory. You are already victorious. And that's your reality. We too often want to believe that we are afflicted by something or, uh, that that's holding us back from victory, then that is absolute nonsense, right? You can stand, excuse me, you not can, you do stand currently in a place of victory or rather you rest co-seated with Christ. Um, it is this natural way of thinking that averts our eyes from the promise. Right? You are now a supernatural being. And that <clears throat> you're a supernatural being that is bilocated uh, here uh, from your coast to place of victory. Right? That's your starting point. That's your new place of origin is that co-seated place, not wherever you're sitting currently, right? That where you're sitting currently is your second place. It's where you're bi-located to. The exchange was made to bring you to this co-seated place. Yes, this exchange cost him everything and will cost you everything, but that isn't the focal point. Right? The point of fixation is on the promise. So that's that's where I want you to take action this week. Right, I want you to look at who it is God is calling you and the promise he's given you. And And then proclaim that to the people closest to you, whoever that is, and then ask for help. There's always somebody out there who has something to bring to what it is you're assigned to do, to what it is you're called to do. There's somebody out there that can add value. Get a hold of us. We are here. We're offering the opportunity to to spill out the value we have into you. As part of a royal exchange. You need to allow the royalty around you to make an exchange with you for the growth of all. Again, this is about oneness, right? This is about our our oneness together, our oneness with Christ. There is an exchange of value that we can all make with one another. Because we all have something to bring to the table. Check out the link Angie posted. There are um, some times you can make appointments with us uh, to, to get some of this mentoring, to get moving forward. All right. This is this is a dream of ours to see everybody moving. Whatever the pace is, just get moving. Let's get going. All right, look at who it is God is calling you and the promise he's given you. Proclaim it to the people closest to you and ask for help. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around and uh, uh, checking this out. Again, uh, check out the links uh, that are posted in the comments. And uh, hope to hear from you guys soon. Love you all. Have a great week.